Hello, everybody. Welcome back to Cloud Wars Live. We're digging into the digital revolution and its incredible impact on the businesses around us, everything that's going on on our lives. And certainly when you think about that, uh, healthcare is something that uh, is close to everybody's mind and the changes in it have been extraordinary lately. So we're very excited to have a chance today to speak with Anthony Coletta, who's chief financial officer at WestMed, which is a healthcare company in uh, suburban New York and also northern uh, West in Westchester County and southern Connecticut. Anthony, it's a pleasure to have you. Welcome to Cloud Wars Live. Happy to be here. Thanks for having me, Bob. Yeah, sure. So, Anthony, what a, uh, uh, you know, so many changes in the world over the last 20 months, but uh, nothing probably has changed as much as what's going on in the healthcare business for you. So, Anthony, could we open up, give us a little idea of how WestMed, WestMed's business is changing and where is it headed? Sure. Well, to start off, you know, WestMed is a, a multi-specialty physician practice located, like you said, in, in uh, Westchester County, New York, and Fairfield County, Connecticut. Uh, we have roughly 400 uh, providers um, under management. And to be honest with you, the, the landscape has changed a lot. I mean, I've been here for 10 years. Um, and when I started out here, um, there was very minimal competition in, in the area. Um, and the focus was a lot different. So over time, that's really evolved a lot to where we are today. Uh, competition couldn't be greater, and the shift uh, in, within the industry uh, from changing payer, payment models uh, is really shifting how we look to manage the business and the data that we interact with on a regular basis. Um, so like I said, that, that competition is really causing a lot of um, increased focus on, on data. Um, so that's really important for us to, to manage not only financial data, uh, but all data throughout the entire organization, whether it be operational data, um, clinical data. Um, but, you know, it really is, is bringing a greater focus on combining all that data into a, a strategy to use to push the business forward and, and manage these various things. So there, there is a greater focus, like I said, on population health as these payment models change. Um, so we are looking to, and the industry as a whole is kind of looking to shift from a fee-for-service uh, model to a value-based model, uh, shifting more percentage of those payments into that, that type of structure, just so that um, the incentives uh, for these payments are, are really driving value for our patients. So that's what it should be about. So there's a, there's a greater focus on that as an industry um, as we look to you know, tackle that and provide great, you know, the best care that we can for, for the for the patients that we manage. Yeah, Anthony, that's um that's fascinating to hear you talk about that boom in competition and then the the changes, you know, taking place in the industry about payments and you know value based rather than fee for service. So you had touched on this briefly. I wonder if you could tell us a little bit more about these uh, changes, right, in the the nature of the data that CFOs work with. Perhaps it was you know, not that long ago that CFOs were primarily focused with financial data. And of course you still are, but there's all those other parts of the business that have data coming in that you need to now be fully aware of, right? To help drive the best overall strategy and execution for the company. So talk to us a little bit more about that. Yeah, well, I, you know, I, being the CFO for me, it starts with the financial data, obviously. Um, so there's a big focus on getting that all, all aligned with managing all of our our key metrics that we need to look at to manage the financial performance of the business. Um, but in addition to that, I also oversee uh, an area of, of HR um, and working very closely with that function over time 
you really realize how interconnected the two are and, and really understanding the performance of the business. Um, you really need to interact with that data. You need to understand your, your employee population. Um, and this really comes into play when you're looking at things like um, FTE ratios and, and staffing for a, a, a given site or a given specialty um, that you have. So you, you wanna really get the right mix, um, the right people um, in, in place. And um, it's really intertwined pretty deeply. So um, the, that has been a great focus for us. And the ability to have that data really taught to each other in the best way possible is extremely important for us. Um, so that was something that over time, you know, we've, we've looked to manage, we went from a very manual process of, um, you know, combining this data and we realized that that was really a pain point for us um, as we try to act quickly and make quick decisions. We really needed this data to really um, interact together well. And you, it, it kind of brings you speed to reporting and speed to insights. Um, so that's something that has really been a big focus for us. And then obviously in healthcare, you have all of your clinical data and your, your revenue cycle data. Now for us, that's, that's housed in a different uh, system than our, our regular ERP system, which is Workday. Um, but it, there, there still is a, a need and a desire to have that information combined and meshed together so that um, you can get insights into that. And this really helps you to manage the health of your population. So if the health of your, your population is at the forefront, that will seamlessly drive you know, profitability. And, and, and now you have a win-win situation where you're, you're looking at the profitability of your, of your organization as well as the health of your population. If both are doing well, that's the ideal scenario. Um, so th with the, the, the pressure that we're, you know, we're seeing or the shift that we're seeing from payers to put more of the onus on, on the providers, um, that is critical insights to have. Uh, where you can intervene with patients, where does it make sense to um, look at high risk populations and make certain decisions that could you know, keep potentially people um, uh, from having unnecessary visits, keep people out of the hospital. These are all incentives that we would get from these value-based arrangements um, where if we're managing the care of our population to a certain level um, and, and below a certain benchmark, then we're incentivized financially. So that really is the win-win situation. Uh, and you really need data to do that. So um, the, having the ability to interact with not only, like I said, the financial data, the, uh, the human resources data, as well as the, 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 the patient, the operational data are all necessary to create a combined um, you know, operational strategy to execute everything. Yeah, Anthony, it's fascinating hearing you talk about that because it, it enlightens not only how much the CFO's role has changed, but across the board, you know, any C-level executive, <clears throat> it seems, has to look at the world differently today. But I think in your case in particular, right, uh, you know, you had mentioned you've, you yourself have been at WestMed for 10 years. You took the CFO position two years ago. So that would have been just before the onset of the pandemic. And uh, boy, things have really changed since then. How have you and WestMed coped with all that? Yeah, well, it was, um, it was, I, I was really thrown into it very quickly from the start. So I was in the CFO role for uh, just a few months before the, the COVID-19 pandemic started impacting our business. And you kind of, um, you know, had, had to, you had to work quickly, you had to, you know, understand and, and learn the job and the role very quickly. Um, didn't have too much time uh, to, to wait on the sidelines um, and understand you really had to jump into it. So 
um, there was, you know, with all of that happening, there was a need to be agile. Um, and we really realized how having accessibility to real-time data immediately was critical because you're making business decisions, you know, by the hour when it was at the height. Um, and, and, you know, you're got us in a situation where you're, you're looking at your visit volume and it's decreased significantly to the point where you realize you have to start making different business decisions to just to continue to operate um, until you can stabilize. Um, so having that real-time access um, of, of data insights was really something that um, we focused on doing and improving over the months um, to make sure that, okay, if, if, if there's a shift in this, if, if it goes, um, if, if it gets really bad again, we know what levers we need to, to pull and, and what we need to look at to understand that um, very quickly. So that was something that, that you know, we realized we need to put a real um, intense focus on. Um, from an from a operational and a clinical perspective, there was a huge, you know, very quick shift to telehealth. Um, you know, we, we had been, you know, we did have telehealth offerings, um, you know, before the, the pandemic really started impacting how we did uh, business, um, but that really expanded. Uh, and we really had to scale it very quickly throughout the organization. Uh, and a lot of a lot of providers who were not fully trained on it because they didn't have a you know a need beforehand really needed to get up to speed very quickly. So that was something that was very you know um, critical to getting put in place extremely quickly. And then in addition to that, you know, there's just been uh, you know overall has been a more fragmented workplace from a corporate perspective. You know, being able to manage the business um, from a back office perspective, you you get to realize people in different situations. Um, you know, people working from, from home, working remotely, um, it, it, it changed how you, you know, were able to operate. And, um, and so the, changing the workplace overall was something that we, we went through, just like most organizations did as well. So, um, Anthony, you've talked a lot there about <clears throat> items of speed, agility, the rise in competition, the need. I think you talked about speed to insights, real-time insights, shifting business models. And it sounds like the your reliance on data and the cloud systems that underpin that have been a big part of the evolution of your company and its ability to continue to succeed, you know, in spite of all the changes that you've just outlined. Right. So the, you know, we really did have to put a big focus on on technology and data. Anthony, you know, those uh it just sounds like there's been so much change, so much of a need now, as you've talked about it, that this uh, intense need for an awareness of data, you know, to be able to see what's going on across the organization. You've talked about speed to insights, the rising level of competition, the need for uh, real-time data to provide those real-time insights. So it sounds like the whole pace of operations and that focus on data has been enormous. So could you tell us a little bit about the role of cloud technology that has played in the uh, ability for WestMed to continue to be successful in spite of all these disruptions in the business. Yeah, I think that you know having a cloud-based platform um, to, to to operate off of has been a, a huge thing for us. It's something that we've recently shifted to. Um, there, the the benefit you get from that is you know enhanced accessibility um, of, of data. So you you have users who um, Beforehand, you know, we're not able to access the data um, as freely as they are now. You can access it on a mobile phone. You can access it on out of network, uh, and it's it's all there. So 
um, that's been a, a very big thing for us. Uh, and you kind of, you know, as you go through the, this transformation, uh, and as each license is coming coming due, you're making a decision to um, enhance your, your product offerings that you have from a software perspective, you're realizing that this is the way forward. So, you know, we're, we're doing this basically across the board. Uh, our ERP system, like I mentioned, which was Workday, was uh, really the first um, big investment into a, a cloud-based offering um, that we had. So it was definitely new to us. There was a lot of things we needed to understand about it. But, you know, once you're now operating on it, you wonder why, you know, we hadn't done this sooner. Uh, it just creates so much more um, benefits overall to the, the end user. Um, in addition to that, the, the maintenance aspect is, is also ex extremely um, enhanced. So you, you don't have to rely as heavily on having in-house uh, maintenance personnel, maintaining servers, um, patching, doing updates, that's all done within, within the cloud-based environment by, by the vendor. Um, so they're, they're maintaining you know, all your data, they're maintaining the, the, the rollouts of the, um, of the new releases, uh, and it really allows you to use those resources that you once had and shift them into a more strategic role. Um, and that's what we've done, that's what we were able to do. So I know we had an, a, you know, an ERP team um, that's kind of what they had done previously where they maintained the server, they maintained the data, they, they made sure you know, when something went wrong, they fixed it. And now we've been able to leverage that team in a different way uh, with different skill sets. So now they're able to uh, really drive value um, through creating certain business processes, creating additional reporting, uh, and actually focusing a lot more on enhancements to the system that you know, are our new product offerings that um, we, we, we wanna put in place. Um, so those have all been the benefits that we've had from, from, a, from uh, our cloud-based system. Anthony, you know, we hear that a lot about, uh, you know, the one of the advantages of the cloud. I think when it first came out, people said, well, it'll cost less than traditional IT systems. And, you know, over the long run, I'm not sure that that actually plays out. But what you pointed out there was so vital was the ability to deploy your people in more strategic and meaningful, high impact ways. So uh, really great, great point there. Now, you've mentioned Workday a couple of times. Uh, Anthony, and I know Workday is a strategic IT partner for WestMed. Uh, tell us a little bit about what Workday is, uh, how Workday is helping your team achieve its goals. Sure. Yeah, so um, my Workday journey started about uh, between four and five years ago. Um, like I, I mentioned before, we were on uh, a, you know, a previous system that was we felt was outdated and not able to keep up with where we were looking to, to grow. Um, so we knew we had to invest in um, you know, a new ERP system and, and, and really put a bigger focus on the technology that we had there. Um, so we did an RFP process, which I led, and um, we vetted all of the major vendors and uh, really realized that, you know, the Workday offering was the top one to fit our organizational needs. Um, and it's something that, you know, I was very embedded with from the start, not only having that, that decision to, you know, and going through the different vendors and running that process, but also the implementation. You know, at the time, um, I was a controller within this organization, but I also took on the role to a project manager to lead this project for the organization. And what, you know, people ask me, you know, why, why are you taking this on? Why, you know, you can certainly outsource this to someone else. And I said, because I need, I need this to be done the way that, you know, I know it needs to happen because there are, are so many pain points that we've had to this point where I, I know what we need to do to fix it. And in order for me to do my job, you know, properly into the future, 
I, I need to make sure that these things work properly. And I want to have that area, that, that oversight um, to ensure that that happens. And I think, you know, we took a very um, methodical approach to ensuring that the data and the system was set up in that, in that way, because you kind of have to start with the end goal in mind and, and work towards that. And, you know, it, it's, it's a tough position to be in because it's a lot of pressures um, to quickly get, get, get the product implemented and start using it. But if you don't set it up the right way uh, to, to meet your needs, not only now, but also long-term, it, it's not going to do what you, what you need it to do. And it's not, you're not gonna get the full value from it. And, you, and you'll probably end up regretting it. Um, so, you know, we took that time. It was, it was a stressful process, but we, you know, three years later after, after going live, really feel like we, we did it the right way and, and it's really set us up well for, for success. So, um, you know, a few of the things that we've, um, you know, that one the main points that I think that, you know, really were attractive to me when, when assessing the product was, um, how integrated the systems were. So, you know, going from something that was very fragmented where you have, uh, you know, different systems with you know, different data sets in them, and then you try to combine the data, it's, it's, it creates, you know, it, it's a very you know, slow reporting process. Um, so if you have all the data interconnected into, in, the, in the same system, you're really able to get that speed to reporting. And I think the thing for me as well is, you know, I love to, you know, have as many dashboards as possible with, with all the insights for, for that I need for, that are critical for the business. And me personally, I, I like to interact with that data. So I don't want, you know, a dashboard presented to me that that's great, but I want to be able to interact with it and get real-time insights and, and drill into the data and understand it better. You know, I'm a little impatient in that regard where I want to, um, you know, dig into it a little more and, and not have to say, hey, tell, tell someone to go and, and, and look into this a little bit more and then get back to me. I want to know right on the spot. And I think that really allowed me to, to do that, to get kind of real-time different cuts and views of the information uh, by being able to interact with, with the dashboards. And I think is, you know, not only for me, but, you know, for the end users as valuable as well. So we, we have a big focus on, you know, empowering our managers here. Yeah. So we, it's, it's tough for us in, in our model to manage each business unit appropriately. We have so many different specialties at so many different locations that if you put data in the hands of the, of those managers, they're, they're closer to the, the, the situation. They, they're the boots on the ground people. So those are the people who you, who you want to say, this is, this is your, the data that we have for you. Help us understand your business and how this makes sense. And giving them those dashboards, we have custom dashboards for them to interact with that are tailored for them and with, you know, what we believe they you know, need to see. And you know, we, get, we get feedback from them as to what, what makes sense and how to structure it. Um, and it really leads to that, that nice data insights. So they, they really feel, and, and it's a win-win for both sides because they feel more connected to the, to the business. They understand it better. They understand their units better. And then also we have, you know, managers who are invested in, you know, driving performance of their, of their unit. Um, so those are all, you know, benefits that have been, you know, universal. Um, you know, we've also been able to put a lot of process control um, with, with automation and, um, and just having just general controls around processes. So, um, you know, you have approval workflows that you want followed. Um, you need that for certain audit trails. That's all captured through the business processes that you create in the system. 
it's not going to get from A to B unless it does what you, you know, um, unless it goes through the approval process that you tell it to. You're not going to, you know, pay an invoice without going through the approval process. So it's very structured and, and, and you can, you know, as a management team, have the ability to really control and have that kind of sense of comfort that things are being done the right way, the way that you've laid them out and you have that proper control uh, so that nothing kind of gets handled without, without the proper oversight. Um, you know, we've taken a lot of manual processes and, and, and um, really automated them well. So I mean that there is a time investment in, in that, um, but once you have it up and running, it's, it's completely worth the investment in time. It, you, and, then, and then what happens from there is that's just the starting point to then build more off of, right? So you can build more automated processes off of that and you continue the development of knowledge throughout your organization. And, and that just leads to a very, very mature you know, system and an operation that you have working for you. And we feel that we've you know, really attained um, you know, a lot with the system and, and you know, the, the team that we have here um, but by focusing on those things, I think, you know, the thing for me is that, you know, uh, I was able to have so much oversight over this that, you know, we were able to act very quickly and, and you know, be, being the person who is kind of the, the ultimate end user in, in all of this, who's um, I, and, and able to direct a lot of the, um, you know, the, the, where, the, where the team focuses. Um, it was something that we were able to really generate a lot of value at a, at a very quick, um, you know, rate of speed. So um, those are all things that, you know, really helped us to enhance uh, our, our product offering and, and where we are today. And we really feel like that's delivered a lot of value. It's delivered about a lot of value to our leadership team. They have insights that they didn't have before. Um, and they, it's also, like I said, created a very robust user experience. So not only from the empowerment perspective, but now we also use it as a source to direct people um, when they have questions about something. So it's, we have resource centers. It was something that was great to, to use as part of, you know, you mentioned um, um, the, the COVID-19 pandemic and how we were impacted by that. We're able to, this, we leverage this system so much to allow us to have this, you know, not only this, the speed and reporting and the agility, but to get um, information in the hands of our employees, you know, when it was tough to reach them, we need to get something to them very quickly. So when they needed to know who to call if they have an issue, um, it was all there in a resource center that they were easy, easily able to access through, um, through Workday. So it's really helped us in, in a ton of ways. Um, and you really have to be creative in how you, you use it. I think that, you know, that's, you know, we have, we, we're, I'm, I'm, you know, I have the benefit of having, you know, a very, invested team here and they were driven to you know really stretch how how we could use the system and, and and apply it in different ways that you didn't really think of before um so with all of those insights i really think that we we're able to have a, you know the, the, the best offering that we can have today and we're just looking to continue to build on it yeah anthony that's great and i wonder as we wrap up uh i just want to reflect back on a comment that you had made in an earlier conversation that you know, it's important to, as you said, focus on not only what's being done today, but where you hope to be. I think that really came through very clearly in your description there. It gives you the structure and the capability and the rigor and the precision to do what you have to do, but it also gives you the flexibility to continue to adapt and change as a company like WestMed needs to. Oh, yeah. I, I think that's, and that's actually where 
a lot of you know organizations fall flat, and and, and I and I know this because we we went to trainings and we interacted with the people and we shared our stories, and um and, and you know the feedback that I got was like oh I I like the way that you're doing it the way you're approaching it and, and it's just a matter of you know having the the ability to do that being able to manage the other pressures that are that kind of work against that um but if you're able to do that um that's kind of where all organizations really want to be right yeah. Well, Anthony, thank you so much. There's been a fascinating discussion here about, uh, you know, what you've been doing there at WestMed, how it's moving along and the role that Workday's played. So thanks very much for spending this time with us. I appreciate it. Thank you for having me. All right, folks, thanks to all of you for being with us here at Cloud Wars Live. We hope you've enjoyed this uh, discussion about WestMed's advancement, the role that Workday's plays there and where it's headed in the future through the uh, words of CFO Anthony Coletta. Thanks a lot. We'll see you next time.